0: This episode of Liw American Horse Story Review is basically just Blair Witch. That's that's all the show is now. Enjoy. Liw American Horse Story Review. Hello citizens, welcome to LAW American Horror Story Review 15. This t- this episode, today's episode, whatever you want to call it, is 603 Chapter 3 because they didn't want to come up with a fucking title for this season, so that's what they're doing. Okay, so in the last episode I just I discussed how there's nothing fucking happening in that in the episode, so I'm just going to go ahead and continue with the same pace because I'm recording this right after it, so I'm just going to keep you know, speed talking basically. So this is going to be the fastest American Horror Story review show you'll find on iTunes or Stitcher or where the fuck you are, where the fuck you find it, I don't care. Okay, so... Last episode ended with Flora getting taken. She disappears. They find a tree they find a tree with a, a yellow jacket in top, at the top of it. For some reason, they just find it. Um, it looks like a big candle, basically, because it's yellow. So the guy, this, this one begins with the guy on a ladder. He pulls down the yellow jacket. Uh, Lee smells it, and she goes, it's Flora's. I'm like, no fucking shit. Well, who? Who's, whose jacket would that be if it wasn't Flora's? Who's walking around these fucking back-ass woods wearing a bright-ass yellow jacket that size? Who the fuck? Oh, of course it is. Of course it's hers. You didn't have to smell it for that. If you were an observant parent, you would realize, hey, she was wearing this exact yellow jacket with the flower print. I don't think I need to investigate any further. That's clearly hers. How about we waste our time looking for her now? Because what if you got it down and you're like, that's not her jacket. I guess my daughter's not missing anymore. No, she's still fucking gone. Go ahead and keep looking for her. What are you thinking? Okay, they're looking for Flora. Um, Lee finds a doll in the woods. It's all pulled apart. This is basically a doll torso with a a pig head on top, a pig arm, pig arm, pig leg, pig leg, whatever. It's, It's weird looking. It looks like Sid from Toy Story was here recently, and he's into hardcore shit now. Okay, so they're looking around, and they stumble upon a farm. It's basically the same... And they go in the house, and it's like the same house farm thing from True Detective Season 1. It's really fucking creepy. You feel like they are going to be some backwoods uh, creatures, human beings that are kind of creaturey, fucking everywhere, and then like a weird cult. And then they find uh, two boys in the barn, and they're suckling from a dead pig. I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's really creepy. But that's what they're going for. It's not creepy in the, in the way that like I was creeped out. It was creepy in the way like, oh show did something weird. It's so fucking forced whenever they do this shit. I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. It just doesn't add anything. It's just a nonsense thing to add in there for creep factor. Don't give a shit. All right, so Mason that's back at the house. They're all done for the night looking for their daughter, I guess. Uh, Mason's yelling at Lee. He's accusing her of trying to steal her and then hiding her in the meantime until they stop looking for her and they give up and then she could she could flee with Flora and she'll just have her forever because she does not have custody right now. So it's possible. It's very possible. So the um, that night they all go to bed. Uh, uh, they get a phone call. Matt does and wakes them up. They all go out in the woods. The cops are there. They find a body on fire. It's stretched apart like the what is it the Vitruvian Man or whatever from uh, Leonardo da Vinci. It's he's got his arms out, he's legs out, his head, and he's like um, tied to this torture device, and he's on it's just a burning pile of flesh at this point. The cop goes, "We think we know who it is, who who the person is based on this." And he hands her he hands Leah a ring, and she's like, "It's Mason." I was like, "Well, yeah, I figured that much." So Matt goes, I, "With all the commotion, I almost didn't realize I got two alarms." And he they show the security footage. And he shows his wife this Shelby. That you see Lee, Lee, Lee leaving the house. Holy shit, that's a tongue twister. And he goes like, this is uh, 15 minutes after Mason left. And then she returns four hours later. And basically, it's, it looks like she fucking killed her. her ex-husband. Shelby's like talking to Matt about how she did it and how she's desperate and how desperate people do weird things. And Lee's like, how dare you? She walks into the room. She's like, oh, this is the thanks I get for helping you guys out. You son of a bitch and bitch. I guess that makes my mom a bitch. Oh, my sister-in-law, bitch. God damn it. So she's like arguing with, they're arguing with each other, Lee and um, Shelby. And then in the background, you just see someone walk in the fucking frame and you're like, I'm not fucking frame, just frame. I could have left that fucking out for, that was unnecessary, seems like. Anyway, you, you see this guy in the frame and he's like, you think you guys would lock up? He's basically the poltergeist lady, like, this house is cleansed, mixed with Truman Capote. So he's just like this small, effeminate old man, but with like, Bleach blonde hair, not bleach blonde, like white, like uh, bleach white hair. I guess would be a better. Is bleach white and bleach blonde the same fucking thing? I don't know. I don't know hair. Anyway, I'm not a lady. No, that was unnecessary. Um, but I don't. He says this tiny little guy. He's just like the poltergeist lady. I wish they would just call him that. It is. He says his name is Cricket. What the fuck's his name? Cricket Marlowe, right? That's that's a name. That's a, that's a human being's name in this fucking show. And um. He's basically like, I know, I see things. I know where she's gone, okay? I'm gonna take you on a tour of the house. I know things, okay? I found the FBI, help me find some. I have to find somebody up in Arkansas, or wherever the hell it was. He's looking around upstairs and he finds that little door that they found her in earlier. I thought it was like a, a pantry, but I guess it was just like this. All modern horror movies in the last, I don't know, six or seven years, I wanna say, have had an upstairs room or attic. With a secret hidden door, not hidden door, just a a small little door on the side of it, where all the kids go to just fucking play with ghosts and shit, and they all have one. There's one of the paranormal activity movies has it, Um, and so on. I'm not gonna list them all because I don't, I can't think of them right now, and I want to move fast. So anyway, he's like, "Your daughter's in here," and he pulls out the little head thing that she was playing with earlier, um, Flora, and she's like, "She's with Priscilla," and. She's gonna. She's a. She died in the seventeen hundreds, and we're gonna go get her, and we gotta go find that daughter of yours. Um, cut to a seance downstairs, and cricket Cricket talks to the butcher, and she comes out of nowhere, and she says she's gonna protect her land, and then cuts a candle in half, and they're all fucking amazed. They all shut their pants and uh about the candle and how it just it it, it cleaved itself in twain. It just like randomly cut in half, and they're all like, "Whoa, fucking candle! That was that couldn't have happened." And then um. Cricket's like, what do you want with this land? And Butcher's like, uh, well, this is, this is my land. I will defend it. And I'm like, why the fuck are people so defensive about land? You live, you die, land doesn't matter. This is coming from a guy who's moved around his entire life, though. I've lived in a bunch of different fucking places. I don't give a shit about any of them. I care about the people, I guess, and then like the things you can do. And that, that doesn't really affect the land. I don't care about land. Land means nothing. It's nonsense. It doesn't matter. It's just, it's just the thing you're on top of. And that's really all land is to me. So I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. I don't really have any, uh, I don't have any sympathy, sympathy with the, uh, the butcher. But as this is probably me. I'm not going to take that on the audience. So Cricket offers to take down the flora. And he's like, I will take you to your daughter for $25,000. I'll take Visa, MasterCard, and cash. And then uh, they realize Matt's, Matt turns on him so quickly. He's like, he's a con artist. He's a con artist. That's it. Get the hell out of here. And then uh, Lee pulls a gun on him. And Matt talks her down, kicks Cricket out of there. Um the, the real Lee gets upset during the interview and yells at the crew. She's like, turn off the goddamn camera. And then you finally get to see what I was talking about in the first episode of this season where I was like, I really hope they reveal more of behind-the-scenes stuff. And you kind of get to see a little bit of it. And it was fun to see that. It's just a small little moment, and you get to see, the like I don't know, one of the ADs or something. And then the camera guy kind of moves the camera around. And that's really all you get to see, but it's fun. Anyway, the, uh, the, the show What Happened to the Butcher, she... Her husband goes back to Ireland to get supplies, so she's kind of in charge, um, because he was in charge, and then she doesn't do a very good job, apparently, so they turn against her, and there's this one follower in particular who puts a cage on her head, and then releases. she's like, he's like, you're banished. You will wander this land, and he puts this weird cage on her head that they did to the slaves back then, and then he kicks her out, and then um, in the night, this her, her son's there. It's Wes Bentley, and he's all concerned. Um, in the night, the, this, she starts hearing pig noises because this show is all about fucking pig noises. Um, it starts to chase her, but she, she, you hear it get like slaughtered and someone stabs it. And then a witch pops out and she's like, yeah, You eat. Yeah, let's make a deal. I'm Lady Gaga. I'm always the most everything of everyone all the time. In the witch character, she is the most powerful thing in this season. In this world, she creates basically all of the witches and dead bodies and blah, 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 whatever you got. She's a creator of all of them. And if you relate that to last season when she was the Countess and created all these people, you kind of start to realize they're just feeding her fucking ego. They're getting her on board of the show going, you'll be the most powerful whatever of wherever. And that's who you are. God, you're the greatest. And Lady Gaga's like, okay, I'll do it. And I don't know, that's her voice for some reason. So I'm just really, I want to see her play a weak a weak character. I don't, I'm not interested. It's just like, why are we feeding her ego this much? Can't she just be a fucking actor? Why, does, why, why are you going this far for her? Who gives a shit about her? Who's watching this show because she's on it? I, don't, I, can't, I can't imagine it's more than 50 people, honestly. Because Who gives a shit? I understand liking her music, but I don't want to see her fucking act just because I like her music, if I did. I'm just saying, who, who why? Who, nobody cares. Okay, moving on. So the uh, she makes a deal with the butcher. Uh, She's gonna do her will or whatever. The butcher goes back to camp, kills the guy from behind, um, like a cleaver in the in the skull. That usually kills people. Kills them pretty good. And then um, she takes over that little group, starts killing all the rest of them. Her son gets on his knees. I don't know. I don't remember how it goes. Fucking cares. Doesn't matter. So cricket in the group meeting Matt Shelby and uh, Lee. I'll go out in the woods and they're looking for Flora, and then they meet uh, the Cricket. Cricket's like, Hello, butcher. We need, need Flora, but we need the human daughter back. She's still alive. I want her back. There's a way we can all get what we want. And you're like, Okay. And it's a cool shot where they use, you kind of see from his perspective where you see the butcher and all that, and it's all lit up because of the flames they have. And then you see they pull back even further, and where you see the rest of the people, how they see it, and there's just nothing there. And it's, it's awesome. I like that. I always like that stuff. I love the pullback to reality stuff. Those are always. It's usually a good joke, but it's also cool uh, visually in horror movies. Anyway, um, they're, while they're talking, Matt runs off. They don't notice. He just slips away, and then Shelby finds him later. And then she was like, "I never, I never expected to see what I saw, and it was brutal." And then you see uh, Matt shirtless. Um, it's Cuba Guinea Jr., and so you get to see Cuba um, with Lady Gaga in front of him, bent over, and he's just giving it to her. I don't know which which hole they're in. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna guess. I think we all know. I, I, I'm just doggy style sex, and she's staring at. She stares at Shelby, and he's just like Ugh. he has. He clearly has no idea what's happening. If you look in his eyes, it's just like a fucking. A, it's a sorority girl at a at a at a party, just laying in the bed, getting like has no idea what the fuck's happening. Just getting fucked. He has no idea what's happening. She's and she way overreacts. Anyway. They all go back to the house, or Matt shows up at the house, and the cops are there, and it's revealed that Shelby called the cops on Lee, gave them footage of her disappearing out of the house. Um, they arrest her. She accuses Matt of fucking a strange witch in the woods, and he's like, what are you talking about? She's like, do not gaslight me, whatever the fuck that means. I don't, I don't know what that means. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He clearly has no idea what the fuck she's talking about. And that's how it ends. They arrest his sister, and so on. Who gives a shit? Alright, this episode's pretty good, I like it, I'm, I know it. I'm trying to speed through it, This just what I'm doing with this show, because it's fun, but I like this show, I like this season, it's a lot better than the last ones, this episode was a lot better than the last episode, it's actually, things got accomplished, you know, um, we revealed, they, they introduced the character of Cricket, he's fun, he's interesting, and he gives me a lot of room for doing impressions of him, which is just fun for me, I'll be honest. Um, I like the Butcher backstory. It's fun. I, she's a cool villain. Uh, I I hope they do more with her. The whole thing with Cricket, he got paid. I didn't really mention that. She, um, Lee did pay him. She mentioned something about a backstory. I just rewatched it and took notes, and I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter. Anyway, the episode's over, so I'm going to head out of here. So check out liwstudios.com. Go there and check out all the shows. We have 10 shows. Go check them out. I'm going to talk like I'm in a a dubbed Asian movie, yes. And then go to Loitering Wonderland on YouTube. Subscribe, please. I really mean that. This is the best way you can help me, other than donating money on my website, ladustudios.com. Anyway, go there, subscribe, and I would really appreciate it, guys. And until next time, and in the meantime, so long, citizens of Roanoke or Salem, or wherever the fuck we are here. So long.